to God. Thank you, Lord. He's a good God, isn't He? Makes me happy all the time. When I don't feel happy, He makes me happy. So usually I'm just happy. Right? How many know that, that God strengthens us to do things well? All things well. He'll give you the strength to do things the way He wants things done. Amen? Uh, there's two ways we can always go we have a choice every moment of every day we have our way strength of the flesh or god's way strength of god that's kind of like poverty place wealthy place (laughs) because i've used my own strength and it was headed right towards poverty place fact is i went on past poverty place to below and under poverty place They said, you're too poor to live here. (laughs) You can't stay here. You'd need to come up to live in poverty place. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. And Kim stayed with me 35 years. Saint. She did did get the premium package, but a saint. Amen. Glory to God. Open your Bibles to uh, um, Jeremiah. Just making sure I was right. Which one I wanted to go to first? Which one God wanted to go to? Not me. Jeremiah 17. Thank you, Lord. Believing with me, right? Thank you, Lord. Jeremiah 17, verse 5. Verse we've seen a lot. Since thus saith the Lord, I'll curse the man. Did it say that? You know, people think God curses people. They think that if they don't, if they're not blessed, that God's cursing. God, God don't curse people, right? He just says if you don't do it this way, the curse is your other option. He said, "I set before you blessing and cursing," and then he then he gives you the answer to the test, right? See, I needed the answers to the test all my life, so I'm so glad that God gives those kind of answers, right? He, he doesn't say which one you think you ought to choose. Right, although you'd have to be a little bit crazy if you did see the blessing side to choose curse. But what he's really saying is that if you choose to trust in your flesh, right? Just go on with the verse. He says, Cursed be the man that trusts in man that makes flesh his arm. Uh, another version of that says it makes flesh his strength. Right? Amen. There is a strength that men have. Right? We have a strength, and it's, it's called weakness, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Our strength is weakness. Right? Remember what Paul said? He said, one of our infirmities, he says, he says I, I'm, I'm going to boast in my infirmity. I'm going to boast in my weakness. In other words, why? Because when I'm the weakest, he's the strongest. Amen? Amen? Amen. But, but when we count on ourselves, our own ideas, Proverbs, was it, Proverbs 14, 12, it says there's a way that seems right to a man. In other words, there, there's a way of the flesh. There's a way to do all things, right? And, and you can do it in your own flesh. You can, you can, you can think, at, you think your way out of it. You can sit and ponder on it. And you can come up with your best idea. And it'll still be under this verse if it's not God's idea. Amen? It, you can, somebody could come to you and say, I need your wisdom. And if you give them your wisdom, it's going to be foolishness. Yes. 
Amen? You know, that's what, I, you know, Mrs. Moore said this years and years ago to me because I, there were some people that were uh, wanting to talk to her, and she said, she said, God's given me nothing to say. I said, well, yeah, but they just want to talk. And she goes, but God's given me nothing to say. Why would I talk? In other words, I'm going to make them trust in the arm of the flesh, or do I want to give them something from the Holy Spirit? Amen? And so the one thing, if Mrs. Moore or Brother Moore take the time to say something to you or through me to you or through another staff member to you, then it's something they got from the Lord or they wouldn't do it. And a lot of people say, well, they just, you know, they just don't want to take the time to get something from the Lord. No. If, if they get something from the Lord, they will pass it along immediately. They've called me at odd times and said, hey, I want you to call this person and tell them this. I'm like, are you sure? And they go, that's what God said. I'm like, just like that? Yep. Word for word. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes it's really uncomfortable. Right? <laughs> Not that it's bad. It's just personal. Right? And, uh, but, but how important is that for them as pastors not to trust in the arm of the flesh? You know, they could have some really great ideas on what you should do with your issue or the circumstance you're in, but they won't give that unless they know it's the Lord. Amen. And it's the way that God wants us to be because there is a strength that we can lean on, a strength that we can, that we can uh, press to that will take us to the right places, the right way. And that strength is from the Lord. That strength bolsters your faith. That strength comes from hope. That strength is, is, is a God-given strength. And so when they give something, they want you to know that not only is it for you, there's a strength behind it for you now to believe. Amen? You now have something to believe because we're not saying this. We're saying God gave us this. And I've had people say, well, there's no way that's God. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Good, good that I'm only the messenger and I can turn and leave right after that. Right? What am I going to do? Oh, yes, it is God. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Right? It's not my job to argue. It's my job. But, but, but that's what I saw when I was looking at that verse because that's what he wants from all of us. And he's not saying don't talk. And, you know, you have people that go off the edge. I'm not going to say anything that's slowly else. You're not going to say much. Right? But at the flip side of that, if you're leaning on the strength of the Lord at all times, you're going to be being guided by him. And you're going to end up saying things that you didn't even know Amen. were from God. And there'll be things that will change somebody's life. I've had, I've had people come to me uh, since my mom's been gone eight years now. We've had people come to us as recently as, as last year and say, you don't know us, but your mom told us this one day. And it changed her life, and we never got to tell her. Right? And Because those are the things that the Holy Spirit will bring up. And I, I've known many times where I've been talking to somebody, and, and I know that it's something I didn't even know. And I'm not saying something about them I didn't know. An answer that came out of me that I didn't even know I had in me. That's the Holy Ghost. How, how do you know? Because I didn't know it. Right? Because I don't want it to look smart if I knew it, right? But, but I, it came up out of our spirits. And, and that's a, that, that it brought strength to the hearer. It, 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 gave them, it empowered them because it, it, you, you brought it through an empowered place. Amen? Because it says... Cursed is the man 
who trusts in man, who, who leans to the arm of the flesh. Cursed. In other words, that man is walking in a place where God can't bless him. Why? Because he's not trusting to the Lord. He's not looking to the Lord's strength to, to, to guide him, to direct him. If we're not looking to the Lord's strength, then there's only one other strength available. You know, people would like a middle ground between blessed and cursed. Well, like, what? and I'm not walking in the blessed. I don't really think I'm walking in the cursed because I'm still doing okay. So what's in between there? I, blurst? <laughs> right? I mean, there's not an in-between. There's one or the other. Right? And I've walked in both. And I can tell you, blessed, better. It's better. And I've chosen both. Blessed is better. His strength, way better than my strength. I've operated in my own. Have you ever talked to somebody and you knew you didn't have anything to say and you kept trying? Oh, you feel like you're, you feel like you're trying to get out of a wet sack and it just keeps, you're like, oh, Lord, get me out of here. You know, because you got nothing to say. And that's where the wisdom of what, what the Moors say. If you got nothing to say, you're not going to help them. Right? You're not giving them God's strength to lean on. Yeah. Right. Amen? Amen? And so it says, Cursed is the man that leans to the arm of the flesh or the strength of the flesh. But then the next verse is the good verse. Well, wait a second. Read, read the read, uh, not that next verse isn't the good verse, actually. Yeah, read six. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Six. For he shall be like a heath in the desert. Again, I don't know what a heath is. But it does not sound like something good. doesn't sound like anything we want, right? And it's in the desert. That's a dry place, no water, no Mountain Dew. Not a good place. And, and, and really what it's saying is a heath in the desert probably has zero uh, value. And what he's saying is when you trust in the arm of the flesh, the things you have and get will be of zero value. Amen? And, and, and you'll be so far off that when good comes, you won't even know it because your, your value system so skewed that... Well, look at the world outside of God right now. They call good evil and evil good every day. Right? They see the things of God and they say, well, that's not right. And, and they say, we need our truth. I'm like, <laughs> I need to stay away from your truth. I need the truth. Amen? Because, because God's truth is good. And, and, you know, when he tells somebody to do something, you know what, and, and if he tells you to do something and your flesh it just gets angry and doesn't want to do it, then you pretty much know it's God. <laughs> right? Because, you know, he's, he, he's not going to tell you something your flesh likes. Right? Rarely, unless you've got your, tra- your flesh pretty trained. Right? Like if he said... Dave, I want you. I remember it. He had me mow those people's yard. Like, wow. And, and you know, I got to be honest with you. I was so small in faith that I don't even think I was blessed when I was done mowing their yard. I was just blessed that I was done. Right? I look back at it now. I'm thankful that God let me do it because it was a growing experience. But it was a growing experience. Amen. But but these things that back back to the verse. You know, when he, when he says you'll be like a heath in the desert, why will you be like a heath in the desert? Because you're counting on your strength. Why will you n- not recognize good? Because you're counting on your strength. 
right? When, and you'll inhabit parched places because it's the only way you can go in your own strength. When we, what's the verse in Philippians 4.13 say? I can do all things through Christ who uses my strength. He doesn't even use our strength. He doesn't want your strength involved. Right? The best He can do for you is when, when you let Him put His strength in you. Because then you can do all things through Christ which strengthens you. Amen? You can, because why? It, there's an anointing there. There's a blessing there. There's a blessing there to work through and to work through you and for you to lean on something that God said that is a strength every time you go to it. Amen? And, and he'll, you may be believing God for something. You may be in, you, your faith may be out there on something, but you're tired. But God says, here, I remember years when Ramsey was like three, I think, she hit her head. We didn't know what she did, though. And she got a big knot on her cheek. And you guys probably heard this story before. You're going to hear it again. But she got a big knot on her cheek, and we didn't know what had happened. So we're just thinking, man, big knot on the cheek. And, you know, we're kind of freaking out. I mean, I could say it a different way, but faith probably, you could go faith or freaking. We were freaking. And, uh, you know, I haven't always been the magnificent guy I am today. But... You know, we kept looking at it, and every day, I mean, every time I saw her, I know I went like, oh, man, I'm sitting there, oh, it's healed, it's healed, I'm sure. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, we're that way. We're pretty young parents. She might only be two. She couldn't talk, so she had to be like one, because she's talked since she was forever, and she's still talking. <clears throat> but, but, you know, it was, she was so young, she really couldn't tell us what happened. And so finally, we actually did get in a little what faith we had. And, and the Lord was helping us. And, and I'm driving down the road one day, and this is on my mind again. Now, what, what am I doing? If it's on your mind, if it's your care, it's not God's care. Right? And, and it's, in my mind, it's on my mind. And when things like this are on your mind, what's happening is the devil's trying to get you to faint. Yeah. He, he's working on taking you down. Amen? And it's on my mind, and I'm going over it and over it, and I'm thinking, well, maybe she did this, maybe she did What if it's this? What if it's that? You know, thank God they didn't have Google at that time. <laughs> so you can tell how long ago it was, huh? But anyway, eventually I'm driving down the road, and God says, I, I thought you were believing me. I said, yeah, I'm, I am, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of like the guy. Uh, I believe, help my unbelief. <laughs> I need help, Lord. And he said, if you believed it were already done, you'd be praising me. And he gave me, he said, sing, I exalt thee. And at the time, I didn't know why he gave me the song, but I started singing that song, and what it did was it was his strength coming into me. Because when you're in faith, he'll give you the strength to stand. Amen? If you're in faith, he'll give you strength to stand. Standing strength, standing, sustaining strength. He, he says, I give power to the faint. I give strength to the weak. Amen? And what he was doing was putting his strength in me to continue to stand on what we were believing. And it wasn't long after he felt, oh, it's lower. It's going down. And, and really what happened, she bumped her head and it was a knot and it was going down. So it's not a big miracle, but it's a miracle because we learned that was the miracle. Amen? But, but when I began to sing that song, 
His strength. I began to lean on Him. I was exalting Him above my thoughts, above my flesh, above what I thought I knew, above what the devil was trying to feed me. I was exalting Him. When we want to get in His strength, we have to shut off ours. Our strength is human reasoning, which is the weakest form of strength there is. You will reason yourself out of the goodness of God with it. People are doing it every day. We've all done it. Amen? And so we want to stay away from human reasoning. We want to stay away from leaning to the arm of the flesh. We want to go on to the next verse. I hope that's the next verse. Yeah. Blessed. Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord. What's it? If cursed is the man that's trusting in the arm of the flesh, then we could say blessed is the man that's trusting in the arm of the Lord. Blessed is the man whose hope, hope, whose expectation is in God, who never loses the expectation of goodness. Amen? God said good things are going to happen, and you expect it. And hope never quits expecting. Why? Because that's all it does. If you have hope, you're expecting. People say, well, I don't know if I'm expecting, but I sure hope I am. No, <laughs> no that's not hope. Hope is expecting. Amen. You can say, I am so hopeful that this is going to happen. And hope is, is, has been so mistreated in this world that nobody outside of the Bible really is. Because, because it's been relegated to a wish or, or really it's been, they ought to say, wish you're hopeless, not. Because they're not hoping, they're wishing. We sure are hopeless today. We'd like to hope, but we're hopeless. No, we want to be hopeful, full of the hope of God. The hope of God is an earnest expectation of what He's already said He's going to do. And it will go and go and go and go. It has no end. So, so your strength that is now rooted and grounded in Him is now a daily event. You're renewing your strength to believe for that thing every day. So it's not going away. Amen? The, the, the verse, uh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That verse, that, that word strengthens me is the very same verse in Romans 4, what, 20, where it said Abraham was strong in faith. Strong in faith. He was, if you look at it in the Young's Little, go to Romans 4.20. I think it's 4.20. Right, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, boy, I'm... Sharp as a tack. That's all I got to say about that. He stood at the promise of God, and I wanted it at the while, the Young's Literal, so you guys are awesome up there. At the promise of God, did not stagger in unbelief, but was strengthened. In other words, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He was using the Lord's strength to undergird his faith that this was going to happen. Remember how many years this took, though, guys. And, and, and Abraham was a man. This started, I, the first year I could find was like 70, he was 75 years old, and God said, you're going to have so many kids be like counting the dust in the ground. So much seed, dust of the ground seed. I mean, and, and that's the vision God gave him, and he obviously believed because he followed. He followed. And then God said, and then one day he comes and, and, and he says, God, what are you going to do for me seeing you give me no seed? 
What? Abraham, father of our faith. A man. He didn't quit. He asked God. He said, I got no seed. You know, but he was getting weak. Right? Have you guys ever sounded like that? God, I prayed for healing and I don't have it yet. And God's thinking, that's not my fault. I did my part. Do you know, you know that you have, we have everything that we expected right now? Right? Everything you're expecting, you have. Because even if you don't see it, if you're expecting it, it's yours. Amen? And so, so for, for Abraham at, at 75 and between that and 86, you know, one day he gets a little weak and, and God says, here, let me give you some strength. Step outside. He says, okay. He says, look up. He said, see all these stars? You're going to have so many kids that you, can, you won't even be able to number them unless you can number the stars. What did he do? He strengthened him with vision. He strengthened him. His faith that was just a little bit down, all of a sudden God says, here, let me show you something. And he believed God, exactly. And it was accounted to him, his righteousness. It says he just believed God. Why? Because God strengthened what he was already believing. God gives strength. If you're believing for something in your life, but you've got to be believing. You know, it's, it's, when you quit believing, you've quit. You've given up. When, you, when you've gone to manipulating God. <laughs> God, I've prayed and I've prayed. I don't know what else to do. I'm going to call the church and get them to pray too and tell them I don't know what else to do. <laughs> and what would you just say? I don't know what else to do. Well, I don't know what else to do. So I is doing it. So whose strength are we now in? Exactly. When, if, you, if we catch ourselves saying, I don't know what to do. I don't know what else I'm supposed to do. I, what, I, I, you get I involved, then you just got your arm involved. And, and your arm is the arm that got you there in the first place. Right? That's like saying, this guy took me the wrong direction. I'm going to see if he'll take me further. Well, he will. He'll take you further the wrong direction. Right? And if you continue to go your own way that seems right, the end thereof will lead to death. Right. Amen? Yeah, and and that's, that's what the devil, that's what our flesh will lead us into. That's what, when we begin to lean on our own knowledge, on our own, when our own experience or lack of experience, as Brother Moore puts it, I like it better that way because it's a lack of experience that gets us in trouble. Right? Because you hear people always say, you say, God heals everybody. And they go, that's not my experience. And we go, yep. You're right. It's not, it's not your experience. It's His Word. And if you'll believe His Word, it'll become your experience. If you don't believe His Word, it will never be your experience. Amen? And, and so if we begin to rely on the things of the flesh, we begin to rely on our experience, we, or lack of experience. We begin to rely on our, circ, we, on our sight, on our circumstances. That's why God will give you a different vision. Right? He'll give you a song to sing. He'll, give, he'll, he'll, he'll flip you into the right verse at the right time. And you say, wow, I've never seen that like that before. Why? Because you weren't looking for it that time. This time you were looking for it. You needed strength, and God made sure your eyes went to that strength. Because He gives strength to the weak. He gives power to the faint. Glory to God. He's a good God. Our vision of God needs to be so much greater than it is. 
Sometimes we, we, look at, we, we look at people, and I don't care how great a person they are, they're not God. Right? They still have a lot of things to do to begin to think like God. Right? Because I know some really neat people, but somebody who keeps zero record of wrongs, Zero. I mean, can't even remember. Like if you came up and said, did they ever do anything wrong to you? And you knew they did a hundred things. Say, I can't think of anything. Oh, wow. <laughs> right? Unfortunately, most of the time we can think of lots of things. Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Someone who's kind all the time. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Nothing ever gets under his skin. Right? You know us, we'd, we'd be kind, we'd smile and smile about the... 20th time they offended we'd say you know what we've been nice all day (laughs) but that is it I think there's a line you draw and it's time to not be kind God doesn't have that time there's no time where he says why because he can't not be kind he's love love is patient love is kind it's what it's not just what he does it's who he is and and as we lean to his strength we become that because in His strength, we can be kind all the time. In His strength, we can, we can never keep a record of wrong. In His strength, we can always believe. We can be merciful. Yes. Glory to God. But those are things that are done in the strength of God. You can't do that. You see people all the time trying it. You've probably all tried it. I'm going to be nice today, no matter what happens. And, and you know that's the day that the devil brings out every thing that could ever irritate you in the if if it it's like he had kept a record of everything that irritates you and the minute you said i'm going to be kind and nice all day he pulled them all out (laughs) sent them your way right you went to breakfast they got your order wrong it took them six days in the week to get it to you and your coffee was cold right you got out of breakfast and somebody dinged your car Right? It's parked too close to you. You got to work and they moved your office and don't like you sitting over there anymore. And they said you can't have your phone anymore and you got right? And you gotta mow the lawn. Huh? <laughs> and the mo- and the person that irritates you the most is coming to see you today and you're gonna have a two hour meeting with them, right? He's going to get under your skin. Why? Because you're doing it in your flesh. You're not even going to make it past the restaurant, so you don't have to worry about the rest of it. Because in our flesh, we're not even going to try. Our flesh doesn't care. It's selfish, self-motivated, and lives to please itself. But the strength of God that transforms us and, and when we conform to it and it renews our mind and we begin to think like love. We begin to think in love and we begin to say and do things and respond in such a way that the world is now freaked out and we're no longer freaked out. Right? They say, oh, that guy just gave me a $30 tip for a $10 breakfast and I was a horrible waitress. That's a simple one. Right? But then God, when we're truly operating in that strength, we begin to have answers. We begin to have, we, we begin to have an anointing 
to minister in areas you didn't minister for. You step up on a level where you now, everywhere you go, you're usable. You're usable. Right? Because you see good when it's coming. You see what's getting ready to happen. You see what what you could say to them. God gives you an unction and, and He says, tell them this. Give them a smile. Tell them God loves them. It doesn't, I don't know what he's going to tell you to do, but, but he'll, give, he'll give us things and he'll strengthen our way and he'll say, he'll say you're, you know, you'll say, well, Lord, but what about this? And he said, let me give you a song. Sing this today. Sing this today. Here's a scripture. Quote this today. Every time something different comes to your mind, put this in it. Amen? And see, then those, those things have power. Why? Because you're doing them in his strength. You know, you get these scriptures and you pull them out and you say, well, I'm going to hang these scriptures everywhere in the house until I get them. No, get a scripture that God gives you, right? right? Hang it in the house and then you already have it, right? Now it's the strength of your life. His word is now strengthening you and every time you walk past it, you say, yeah, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and I am healed by his stripes. And then you walk on and you go by your next verse and says, yeah, he sent his word and healed me. I'm getting my healing today. And, and what's he doing? He's strengthening the faith that you, st- you already stepped out on. Amen? He's, he's sustaining you until you receive. Because he knows that hope can't be made ashamed. If you're truly expecting it, it's coming. And all he's got to do is keep you strong enough to get you there. Amen? Go back, think about Abraham again. He's 86. Well, he's not quite 86. He's a little before 86, and his wife comes after he's already seen the stars, right? And his wife says, arm of the flesh. Hey, Abram, arm of the flesh. You want some arm of the flesh? I think you ought to sleep with uh, uh, Hagar. Have a baby that way. Arm of the flesh. Of course, he's saying, oh, okay. (laughs) Which makes you know it's the arm of the flesh then, right? (laughs) Why? Because there's no... The flesh didn't even resist, right? If it had been God, he said, hmm, no, right? I mean, think about this. God later asked him to take his son up and sacrifice him. Now, he did it because he was so strong in the Lord that he knew immediately what he, 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 he drew faith in himself that he'd be raised from the dead later. But at this point, okay, my wife's okay with it. Let's do this, arm of the flesh. What, what did he get? He got what the arm of the flesh produces. Right? But God didn't stop him there. Why? Because he never stopped. He didn't quit believing what God said. He just got into the arm of the flesh. You know, people say, well, if I get on into my own strength, can God not help? Yeah, God will help you. He'll give you something to strengthen you and pull you back up. God says that's not what's going to happen. This is going to happen. And Abraham believes. And he gets back on his faith. And when he's 99, God says, now it's time. He went through almost 25 years. You know, and, and man, I've had to went through 25 minutes sometimes. And I'm like, God, how long am I going to have to believe for this? It's been 25 minutes. And I'm in faith. Right? But see, what he'll do, if you'll really think about it, he'll take you to Abraham and he'll say, see what happened with Abraham because he trusted me and stayed on path? He saw the promise come to pass. Stay the path. Fight the good fight. 
And he said, I'm gonna get, he shows you things like Abraham. But, but we got to believe how good he is. we got to quit trying to manipulate God into doing things and realize he's so good he'll just do them. You don't even have to talk him into it. Right? I mean, have anybody ever tried to talk God? You know, God, I've been doing a lot. <laughs> right? You know, I, I, I read my Bible. I didn't miss one day on my chapter this whole month. <laughs> or else they go the opposite. Lord, I know I'm not worthy. <laughs> but would you, could you, could you, put you, would you? <laughs> hmm? Yeah. And neither one of them work. Why? Because he's God. He wanted you to have it way more than you wanted to have it and he would strengthen you to get it if you'd lean to him if you'd say god i'm a little tired today he'd say good news i'd say what And he'd say i give strength to the weak i provide power to the faint i'm a good god amen he'd say i'll bring you up trust me and so you say lord i'm trusting you and, he, and, and then, you, then, he, then he gives you a scripture. Then he, then he sends two people by your path to encourage you and to build you up. And, you're, and you, you were down here, and now you're like this. And, you, and, then, and then, he, then, he, then he gives you a song to sing during the day. And then, right? You know, and, 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 you're, and you're walking through the day, and no longer are you not worthy. No, he paid the debt I did not owe. I owed a debt I could not pay, right? Needed someone to take my sins away. Wow, it's like Dr. Seuss, but it's a song, actually. Huh? You know that song, right? Paid a debt he did not owe. Owe a debt. I won't sing it. Yeah. Glory to God. But that, that's, that's, that's what he'll do. He gives us strength. But we have to be looking to his strength. Right? It's not enough to just say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's enough to lean on that strength. Because the reason you can do all things through Christ is because you're leaning on Christ. You're not leaning towards the world. You're not leaning towards a different answer. You're looking for His answer. Because His answer will be exactly what you need to do, even if it's contrary to what you thought. Amen? And so many times it will be contrary to what you thought. Right? I mean, He, he just doesn't always tell you things that you want to do, like mow somebody's lawn or... Right, I mean, you guys might enjoy that, but but a lot of times he's telling you what should be done to accomplish the will of God right now and to bring the blessing to pass. Yes, Amen? Amen. And 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 that's that's the strength of God. He's going to bring the faith to pass. What did he do when Abraham finally believed God and and was unpersuadable another way? Right. In other words, he was fully persuaded towards God in other words he was in the strength of God his faith was operating under the strength of God and when he got to that place he received the promise he received the promise and then the child was born amen now I said it just the way it happened he received the promise and then the child was born amen and, and, and that's, what, that's what the strength of God does. It takes you right to the point, point of reception. It, it'll, it, he'll get you there if you don't quit. It's the quitting that keeps us out. It's the fainting. That's why he gives power to the faint. Amen? That's why he gives strength to the weak. 
because he doesn't want to see you get so weak that you give up and quit. And, and right, right at the edge, you're, you're right there. You, you know, like Abraham, he's 14 years away. But in God's eyes, that was right there. Right there. Amen? And, and he's doing good things like that for us all the time because he's a good God and he's using his strength. He's given us his strength. We didn't have any strength. We lost our strength through Adam. Right? Romans 5. What's it say? Romans 5, 6. <clears throat> it says, When we were yet without strength, when we had no more strength, Christ, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. That was you and me. Now we're the godly. Why? Because we didn't have any strength. Now we have strength. We can do all things through who? Christ who died for us. Christ who rose again for us. Christ who is our strength. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Amen? Because we, at one point in our life, received this verse and said, He took the, he took the pain. He took the price. He paid for my sins. Now I am strong. I was the weak. Now I'm the strong. If I operate in Christ... I operate in strength. And I operate in His strength, which is unshakable. There's never a time where He says, okay, I'm going to quit for a while. <laughs> when that happens, get ready. The world's getting ready to explode. Because the whole world's upheld by the word of His power. Amen? It's His strength that's upholding the world. Glory to God. So, so that's never going away. It's never going to stop. I tell you what, let's go to... We've been talking about these verses all night. Let's just go to them. Isaiah 40. I got lots of good verses that we're never going to get to. But this is, the, this is the direction God said go. Amen? And that's what I believe we're going to do this in His strength. Uh, Isaiah 40, verse 25, start there. <clears throat> says, to whom... And I'm in the NIV, actually. Because if I read that far in the King James, it'll twist my mind. No, it won't. Is that a bad confession? No, say. Me and King James telling you, we're right there. I read that. See, I can read like this. <laughs> then, then if it messes up, it's in your head and nobody knows it. To whom will you compare me? Who would we compare God to? And see, it's a good question because knowing God, what's he saying? You need to know who I am. You need to know who we're dealing with now. You need to know what arm you're leaning to. There's nothing to compare to him. There is no equal. You can't come up with a better idea than him. You're never going to come up with a better idea than him. The only equal you are to him is that he made you an equal by bringing you into the kingdom of God through Jesus Christ. Amen? That's your equality. Glory to God. But the way you do that is through His strength. So the minute you stop operating in His strength, you get your ideas. So they won't compare to His. Amen? Or who is my equal, says the Holy One. Verse 26. Lift your eyes. In other words, look higher than you've been looking. If you want to see how good God is, think about how good you think He is. And then look higher. Because you didn't even come close. Amen? Look higher. 
Look, look to the heavens. Who, cre- who created all these things? And, and that, what is he saying? He's, he's saying, get hold of this. Yeah. I'm your God. I'm your Lord. Who created everything you see? Yeah. What, what's he doing? He's trying to give you a vision to hold on to. He's trying to give you something to see that's greater than what you've been seeing. He's saying, I'm he who brings out the starry host one by one, and I call them by name. You guys got any stars named? Right? <laughs> and if you do, can you, can you pick them out tonight? He can pick them out every night. And not only that, because of his great power and mighty strength, none of them is missing. There's not a star in heaven. This is our Father. Your dad is doing this. And, and what's he doing? He's saying, let me give you some strength. Think about who I am. And I love you. And you're my children. And there's nothing I wouldn't do for you. Amen? Verse 27. Why? And then <laughs> this is, and he goes back to us being people. Why, why are you say, oh, Jacob, and complain, oh, Israel? My way, oh, the Lord just doesn't understand. He doesn't know what I'm going through. If he did, he'd be helping me. You know, you got people that believe that. He can do anything. Why didn't he help me? That's, that's a horrible statement. That, that is a religious tradition loaded statement that's not in the Bible. Amen? And, and that's what he's saying right here. He's saying, why, why do you say these things? Why do you let these words come out of your mouth? Why do you let these thoughts enter your head? Because I'm God. I, I care about the stars. Do you think I don't care about you? Huh? And, and, he said, he, and, and this is manipulation anyway, because really they already know he can do anything, so what are they really trying to do? They're trying to make, him, they're trying to make God feel bad. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? He's God. And besides that, how do you make somebody feel bad that already gave you the present that you can't open? Right? Because you only can open it with faith, and you don't got any right now. Right? And, and, it would, and you'd also have to unwrap it, and you're so weak you can't even tear a piece of paper. Right? We're, we're trying... To, we're, we're trying to manipulate God when we do these things, not, not regard Him for who He is. When we regard God for who He truly is, then you, you exalt Him above everything else that your head would try to tell you. Your head would try to tell you a thousand things that aren't true, and He'll give you one truth that will change your life forever. Amen? Verse 28. This is God. He's, he said, Do you not know... <laughs> what's he saying come on guys start looking start getting a vision do you not know have you not heard the Lord is the everlasting God in other words he's here he was here before everything he'll be here after everything and after everything 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 he is everything he does everything and he's good he hasn't changed in forever he was good when it started and he'll be good all the way through and it's not, if he was good to one person, he's good to every person. And, you, and nobody can say, well, I wonder why he did that for them. They got their house paid off. I've been believing in getting my house paid off for 10 years. Have you? <laughs> if you had, you better ask him to strengthen your weakness because you just had a really weak moment right there. 
You had that Abraham moment. You didn't give me no seed. Abraham made it. Father of faith because he didn't quit. Just because you whine doesn't mean you quit. Lots of people have whined. Anybody here ever whined? God still have mercy on you? He's a good God. Whining's not quitting. Whining's whining. <laughs> you can come right out of that. You can come right out and you say, oh, Lord, that was I whining for. You're good to me. He'll give you verses to get you out of whining. Right? <laughs> he will. He'll, he'll, give you, he'll, he'll, he'll bring somebody up to you that, that you love and respect, and, and they'll say, why are you whining? And they'll say, oh, I knew I was whining. Pull you right out of it. What were they doing? They were strengthening you to get you out of your whining so you could come back and get on the path to get where you're headed. Have you not heard the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth? He will not, will not, will not, does not, has not, will not grow tired or weary. And, and his understanding, no one can... In other words, you don't even have to try to guess how he's going to do it. Because <laughs> it's going to be so far beyond how you would have thought. And it's going to be a testimony that will excite you just to give it because you were there. And you still are amazed at how good he is because his goodness came down and something happened that you never could have seen coming because his goodness is so far past we we said we think we understand how good he is and he gets so much gooder that our good is nothing his he's the gooder us and then you have to add another est and an est to that We'd have to speak in tongues to even come close to His goodness. And you'd still be far off. Why? What's He saying? I want you to be strong in Me. I want you to be strong in your faith in who I am, in what I've accomplished, in who you are to Me. I want you to stay strong because I want you to have what you're believing right now. I'm sending strength your way. That's the, and that's, I'll not grow tired. I'll not, and, and you don't have to understand how I'm going to do it. Just believe. Amen. Amen. Just believe. Verse 29. He, he gives strength to the weary and he increases power to the weak. So it doesn't matter how you're feeling right now. He says, I'll bring people alongside you. I'll lift you up. I'll give you a way to go. I'll bring a song to your heart. I'll bring a scripture to your mind. I'll put you in the right place to hear the right sermon at the right time. I'll change your life. And I'll keep you up here when the devil's trying to get you down here. And I'll keep you from quitting. I'll bring you up to where quitting's not even a word in your mouth. I'll put you in a place where you don't even know what quit is. Why? Because he's a good God and he gives good answers. And if you don't feel like you're the strongest, don't reach for your strength because that's the natural tendency. The natural tendency is, oh, I'm not going to make it. Where's that credit card? <laughs> you guys probably never did that, right? <laughs> Man, we did. Lord, we prayed. Maybe we're supposed to use the credit card. Ishmael. <laughs> right? Hagar's coming through the door. <laughs> right? Hey, the flesh, he was born in plan B. Right? He doesn't even know what plan A is. He skips right over plan A. 
He says, you'll never make plan A, just go to plan B. (laughs) He's born in it. (laughs) Glory to God. Your flesh, it'll reason its way out of being in the very place God wanted you. Amen? It'll say, well, maybe you should sleep with my with my handmaid, right? Maybe we should use that credit card. Maybe we're going to the wrong church. Maybe God has a new word for us. <laughs> Those are lies, right? <laughs> we, we need more word. What, you, you need more word than by his stripes you were healed to be healed? Because that was the power of Jesus Christ. If you need more than that, we don't need anything new. We've got everything, and it's new every day, and He'll renew your mind till your mind's new every day. He renews this, your strength. Look, um, look at that verse in the King James, the one we were just on. Uh, okay, that, that's close. There we go. Well, maybe it's not the King James I'm thinking of. One of them says He renews your strength. He renews your strength. And what's He saying? Is it it's still? Oh, I'm just not there yet, am I? See, sometimes my smarts get... I'm getting so smart now that my brain is actually getting ahead of me. It's crazy. You've got to live with this, okay? You know, when you know so much that you're just ahead of the Scripture. (laughs) Well, if I ever get that smart, shoot me. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew... They'll renew. What are they, what's he saying? They that expect. That word means expect. Wait. Expect. Those that hope. Those that hope in the Lord. Expect in the Lord. Those that don't have any other expectation, they're not going anywhere else. Why? Because he's the Lord. Right? Where, where are we going to go? Where, where are you going to go to get higher? You're going to go, you, you, you know somebody that's higher than the person that counts the stars and names them? I, I need to know that, that, that person. Actually, God needs to know that person because he said they don't exist. He said there's no one like him. Amen? The Lord said that they that wait, that expect, that never lose hope, that never quit, never get, not saying don't get down, but they don't quit. Getting down is not the problem. It's getting down so low you can't get up. It's when somebody reaches down their hand and says, let me help you. They say, No. I'm tired and I quit. Your, your stuff doesn't work. That faith stuff, I don't believe it. That's quitting. That, that, that's when you're in a position that the person praying for you just says, Mercy, Lord. You can come out of it. Don't get me wrong. God's merciful. You can come out of that. It doesn't mean you're going to hell. It just means you ain't going to receive what you were supposedly believing for. Right? But if we'll stay on it and we'll say, Lord, I'm tired, but I know your word's true, then he'll give you something to lean on. He'll give you something to pick you up. He'll give you something. He says it right there. I'll renew your strength. He said, if you'll wait on me, if you won't lose that expectation of my goodness, then and you'll wait on me, I will renew your strength. You will mount up on wings as eagle. You'll run and not be weary. You'll walk and not grow faint. What's the song? Teach me, Lord. 
Teach me, Lord, to wait. You guys know that song, right? Huh? My mom sang them all to me, so I have to remember them. The scripture songs. Glory to God. But but that's what he's saying. He's saying, don't give up your weight. Don't, have you guys ever been in line <laughs> at the grocery store? And the line you're in looks really long. And you stand there for about 10 minutes and doesn't seem to be moving. So you pop over to the other line, it seems to be moving. You gave up your weight. And you get on this line, and the person in it has this pile of groceries, and then they have another cart behind them. And so now you're waiting even longer for where you're not even supposed to be because you're supposed to be in that line getting those groceries checked out. And that's what God's saying. He said, don't give up your weight for something that's not real. Don't give up your weight for reasoning, for fleshly ideas, for, for another direction. There's nothing better and nothing greater than me. And if you'll trust in the Lord, He'll get you where you're going. You'll never lose a step if we'll just stay out of our head and stay in our heart. Amen? He, he's so kind to us. He wants us to know who He is. That, that's the reason to read the love chapters on a regular basis. It is who God is. It's the essence of who He is. And if we realize that, we realize that He's the only perfection of what love is. And He's my God. He's my Father. And He's working that in me through the Holy Spirit. Everything that works out of and through love is working in me and through me every day. I can be strong when, when my flesh feels like fainting. I can be lifted up when it feels like I'm going the wrong way. I can make it when it looks like there's no way. And that's what he's saying. When it looks like there's no way, count on him. He's never failed ever. And he never ever will. Amen? He's a good God. He's doing good things and He's got a way. He's got a way. And if we won't give up that weight, go to our favorite verse, uh, uh, Psalm 27, 13-ish. He's got a way to keep you from fainting. Well, we'll end with this verse, but He says, I'd have fainted. What's He saying? I didn't faint. You could, you could read that a different way. He said, I didn't faint. You know why I didn't faint? I didn't faint because I believed to see the goodness of God. And it strengthened me every day. Every day I, got, I drew strength from the goodness of God. I knew how good He was. And when my mind started forgetting, I reminded it. I pulled up out of my heart that He delivered me every time I asked, that He healed my body, that He provided for me, that He gave me peace in the midst of turmoil, that He took me from the, the, the dung heap and set me with princes. He is God and He is good. And I'm reminding myself of that every day because I will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Amen. And what do I have to do to see it? Next verse. Wait. Wait on the Lord. Don't give up your place in line. You're next. You're next. The food's coming out of the window. The teller's coming out of the bank. You're next. Don't pull out. Whatever you need is on its way and you can expect it because your God's good and He won't fail you. And if your mind's sitting there saying, I don't know about that, know it. Get back off of that I don't know and get on the I know. 
I know my God gives power to the faint. I know my God gives strength to the weak. He won't forsake me. He won't leave me. He's got a plan for my life, and He's a good God. He's a good God. Amen? Back back to that last, last part of the last verse. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and go find some strength for your heart. No, God doesn't leave anything undone. He not only gives you the faith to believe with, He gives you the strength to make to keep your faith going. Right? You know, I look all over this crowd and I see people who could have quit and that didn't and have testimonies to prove it. Because they refuse to quit at low, low times. They refuse to quit. And because they refused to quit, because they waited on the Lord, I remember I was I was watching uh, I was actually watching a, a a thing on Billy Graham when I started studying this message about two weeks ago. I study a verse at a time because when you're as smart as me, you can only, you know you break those things down and they're so whew, you know I break it into atoms. <laughs> Now, I think that's how God can give you. Let me give you a spoonful. Okay. Now, wait a minute, and I'll be back. (laughs) Glory to God. Where was I? I just totally lost my place. (laughs) Billy Graham. I was looking at Billy Graham, and I was listening to the different things that happened in his life. And what kept coming over over and over and over to me is he refused to quit. He refused to quit. It didn't matter what they threw at him. didn't matter what, what the next thing was. He refused to quit. And, and he followed God's plan for his life. I, you know what? People say, well, he believed this. I, well, he believed in Jesus Christ. Amen. And he preached that we were all sinners who needed a Savior. Glory to God. And, and he was right. And he was a, a great man of God. And and I and it was so neat watching. I was sitting there crying halfway through it, just watching all the stuff that he did. And and and, and people just look at the, you know, people see the meeting, they don't see how the meeting came to be. But what has to happen in a good meeting is there has to be a whole lot of not quitting. <laughs> I remember the first Branson Victory campaign. Man, my flesh was crawling so hard by the second day. I'd only been through the Thursday night service, and I'm like, I haven't eaten. I haven't had enough water. I'm running down. I'm chasing these cars. I'm making sure this doesn't happen. They, they don't understand, Lord. <laughs> Thank God I didn't quit. How, how quick would the devil have liked to got me out of here? Huh? Quit at the first Branson Victory Campaign, 2003. I'm gone. It's 2019 now. I don't even know who'd be standing here right now. Somebody. And I'd have missed it. All because I didn't want to wait. Didn't want to believe. Didn't want to go through it. My flesh didn't like it. Doesn't matter what your flesh likes. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord and He'll strengthen your heart. He'll bring you the strength that it takes to continue on, to get to where you're going, and to get beyond that to the next place. And then He'll strengthen you again, and He'll renew your strength, and He'll renew your strength. He's a good God, and He's doing great things. And all we have to do is continue to follow on, follow on what we followed in the beginning, and refuse to quit, refuse to give up, 
refuse to go away. Refuse to go away. That's what the devil wants. He wants you to go away, out of the picture. Keep yourself in the picture, in God's picture, in His focus. And when you do, and when I do, God will strengthen us. He'll lift us up. He'll bring us to a place where, where what, we, what we begin in faith will come to pass. He gave you the faith to believe it. He gave you the hope to stand. And He gives you the strength to undergird every bit of it. Glory to God. Stand up on your feet. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Well, I don't know what we'll do with all the rest of those verses, but they're still in the Bible. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. You know, I believe he had us preach this at this time is because, you know, he doesn't give you something three weeks in advance, three months in advance. You know, Brother Morgan's things years in advance. He'll, he'll talk to me about something, and then three years later he'll preach on it. And you're like, wow. <laughs> you realize how far you got to go. <laughs> and you, you realize how thankful you are that God helps you when you do stand up here. But when he gives us something like this, it's God saying, you're going to go through some. You're going to go through some tough stuff. He didn't. He's, you know, he didn't ever say that we wouldn't go through it. He said we'd win. He said, "I give you the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ." He said, "You'll go through a flood, but it won't overtake you. You'll go through a fire, but it won't burn you." But he didn't say you won't go through. He said you'll go through, and you'll come out on the other side just the way he planned on you coming out on the other side. And if we believe him, he'll strengthen you all the way through it. That's how you go through floods and they don't overtake you. That's how you go through fires and they don't burn you. You go in his strength. And you never listen to yourself. Right? Right? Well, what's the very first psalm? It says, it says uh, what is Psalm 1, 1? That verse. Put that up real quick. Psalm 1, verse 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. You know how your flesh counsels you? Ungodly. So the very first person to not listen to is you. All right? If you says it, say, just say to yourself, no, that's not what the Word says. That's not what God says. It's not what my heart says. And I'm not listening to you, Dave you get back. Amen? The counsel of the ungodly most of the time comes out of our own head. And then, then, then he brings other people to help it. Right? Yeah, I just don't know if I believe in that healing. Oh, how are you? Oh, I'm good. What are you dealing with? Uh, my aunt died of that. Yeah, yeah The devil will bring people to help your unbelief, but God will bring people to strengthen your faith. And His strength is much greater than any strength you would battle. Glory to God. We got a song, Susan? Sing us. For that-